Hey, it's Mimi Styles Life, our first episode. Round of applause, everybody. No shouts of woo. Woo, can I get a woo woo? Woo! There we go. So, I'm going to introduce you to everyone. This podcast is all about my life as a busy woman, mommy, and, and wife. So I'm going to introduce you to all the people that make my life busy. So we're going to start with the kids. We're going to start with Vania. <laughs> Hello, Vania. Hi. Tell me about yourself. What do you like? Ryan Kid, shout out. I guess we got to shout out to Ryan Kids now that he's on here. So, the knee is the oldest. You're six years old, right? How do you like being the oldest? Say that again so we can Good. all hear you. Great. You're in what grade? First. You are? Um, you enjoy being uh, in first grade? Yes. What's your favorite subject? What do you want to be when you're older? A teacher. A teacher? What kind of teacher? Science teacher, math teacher? Uh, We haven't figured that part out. Kindergarten teacher. Kindergarten teacher? That's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. We will be hearing from you again soon. Would you like for anyone one last thing? Tell everyone one Layla. last thing. Hold on. Hold on. Layla, please please move. Uh, Such a big sister. Is your one last thing? No. Go ahead and say it. Uh oh. Daddy got a package. What kind of package? Shaka package. Uh. You love us all, and we love you too. Okay, thank you. Give her a round of applause, everybody. It was Vania. Now we got the middle buddy kid, Layla. She is four years old. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you like? I like. My kids, zero, oatmeal, part-time, and... Somebody's hungry this morning. Snacky stuff. Snacky stuff. She's snacky. She's not hungry. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. Okay. Got it. And Mama C. And I love you, too. I love you, too. Thank you. I love you, too. What grade are you in? Second grade. You're in pre-K, right? Yeah, do you like preschool? Oh, you got to say something. They can't see your face. Yes. You like it? What's your favorite subject? I, I like my sister. Oh, that's the best subject of all. Your sister is a great subject to like. Thank you, Layla. Say your one last thing. I love my mommy, daddy, and you. Love her mommy, daddy, and her mommy again, and Shaka, and her sister. 
All right. Now we got little man Shaka. Better known as Big Daddy. How you doing? Come introduce yourself. He's the one year old. He's the newest member of the family. Not right quite. He's not quite ready. So, these are our three little people. They're busy. We like to keep them active. They always are ready to go at the before the dawn, usually six and seven o'clock in the morning. So life starts early. We should start a farm. We're gonna start a farm because our kids wake up early enough to start a farm. What you think, Todd? I think we're gonna start a farm anyway. We're gonna start a farm anyway. So now that we've gotten a quick intro of them. They are um, truly miracles and blessings. When I had them, uh, my oldest two, they were born early and born small. Daniel was born 3'11". Layla was born one pound and 14 ounces. But they are strong and healthy and unstoppable. Shaka was a little different. Shaka was born... 42 weeks he was way overdue and he was a little trooper now we did have an issue with shaka right we did yes so what we had a problem with him because he's lactose well he's more than lactose intolerant he's severely allergic to dairy milk byproducts so um, he can't have milk, so he was strictly breastfed. And one thing we um, had to learn with him was that he needed vitamin D every single day so that he can get the proper amount of calcium. Um, at eight months old, he uh, was sick, and we weren't quite sure of what was going on or why he was so sick all the time. <laughs> So we took him to the hospital thinking he had the flu and he didn't really have the flu. He had hypocalcemia because he ended up with a, a severe seizure. And they did his blood work and found out that his cal he was calcium deficient and vitamin D deficient. And we also learned that because I was deficient in minerals and vitamins that he was also um, deficient as well inside of there so we learned that protein is all isn't always as important right that's true so a lot of people think oh if you don't have uh eat meat you lose out on your protein we need more protein in our diet but sometimes yeah thank you hey so Sometimes we have to step, take a step back and really pay attention to um, other minerals and vitamins and things like that that we would need. So um, it's very important, new moms, new parents, even ones that have already had kids already, um, it's important to be very aware of those things. So. Um, Actually, that's one of the reasons why um, we actually started. Um, my sister a couple years ago was like, you should do a blog or a YouTube channel. Shout out to Muse Cosmetics, MuseMob.com. Uh, Check her out. 
um, she wanted us to start a blog because oh, we can keep recording. Okay, so um, we do yes. Okay, so we um. She's been asking me for a while. I got distracted with the announcement of potting. Sorry. So, um, she's been asking me to do a video blog or uh, a regular blog, just telling about me and my husband's story, telling the, about our life and what we go through because it is pretty informative and it's an experience that probably is more common than we think, but no one really shares these these trials and errors of being a parent so um it's really important go turn the water on please it's really important that we we share those things i do want you to know hey girl no i do want you to know this is going to be always unfiltered well not always unfiltered sometimes it's just going to be me sometimes it's just going to be the hubby and and, and wife. That's me. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but we are, I, I want to keep it as unfiltered and um, and real as possible because my life is always like this. I, I don't usually have a quiet time, especially at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So, um, we're gonna introduce the hobby. All right. So as soon as the hobby is done changing butts and dropping off those things, we're going to introduce him. I actually met him in 2007. I always tell the story. This is our love story. This is how it all began. I met him at his house, and he was a little on the inebriated side. And what the. Uh, kids are around. No arguing about soap. It's just soap. That's all it is. So, I met him at his house. I did not know who he was. I gave it to him. I did not know who he was or anything. So, um, the first thing that came out of his mouth is, there goes my wife. And look at my wife. So the first thing that came to my mouth was it's time to go. This man is crazy. I don't know who he is and he trying to be like a stalker of some sort. And he didn't remember. So um, that's how it all started. But we hung out for a while then we were just friends. I literally would come to his house and my cousin was with me all the time. She would know this. We would come over there and we would buy two hot and ready's, right? <laughs> we would come over to your house and buy two hot and ready's and me and her would probably eat like one and a half of them and left y'all the rest uh, and play know. cards. We definitely play cards. All the time. And I was definitely, for lack of a better word, inebriated. Most of those times. Yeah, so that you wouldn't um, remember. It's okay. You're a new remember. person. It's better. It's better. But um, 2011, we met again. 
I didn't know we went on a date, and apparently we went on a date. When it was the, the our first date, I remember you told we would somebody asked us. Somebody asked us, uh, like, oh, when was y'all first date? And he said we were at the what was it, the Redford uh Grill. Redford Grill. And I was like, that wasn't a date. I thought we was hanging out. You was like, no, that was a date. I said, oh. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't remember. So I was like, oh. My details are going to be sketchy on everything because I was really inebriated. Uh, (laughs) But after that, we was together. That's true. That's absolutely true. So I guess we can't say that was our first date. It was. It was in October. She was trying to undermine my dateness. (laughs) It was, it was, what was it, October? And after that, we have been together since. We had our first bundle of joy after that, too. I think that was the first time. No, that Christmas was the first time I seen you and your brother Chappelle cry, and I thought y'all were playing a joke. Remember that? We don't play with tears. Y'all don't play with tears. We so, don't play with tears. Just to let, if you don't know, my husband is like six foot, and back then I think you were like, what, 275? Probably 302. 302. Okay, I was trying to give you some. And then his brother is a giant. I don't know. They don't say he's as big as he is, but I think he was 6'4". He, he was, was not 6'4". He was 6'4". Because I was under the rib cage. I was pretty short. And I kind of estimate people from that. So we were downstairs at their mom's house. And they were about to give each other a gift. I think at that time your brother lived in Alabama, right? He had just moved to Alabama at that time, yeah. Okay. So we were sitting there and uh, we were going down. No, Ty came downstairs. I was sitting there with his brother and we were talking. And Ty came downstairs with a wrapped gift. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, his brother started in with the crying. He said, man, don't you do this to me. So I'm like, okay, they're just being dramatic. They're just being funny. So instantly Todd started crying. His brother does this body cry where his shoulders cry with him and everything. So I started laughing. Todd is pacing back and forth going, Woo, man, you know I love you. So tell me this. Did I need to be present for this story? Yes, because it was hilarious. Well, why do I need to be present for it? Because we're we're telling. I cry all the time, though. You you cry on movies. No, let's let's get it clear. I cry watching Girl Meets World. Yes, you did all the time. And what was the other one? Uh, Best Man Holiday. You cried for like an hour afterwards. Got on the phone with somebody else and cried too. What's up, baby? And another one. He did. What's up? What was the Remember the Titans. <laughs> All the stuff. Movies. The sappy story. No, I remember. I remember it. It was on your tablet. Yeah, he cries on everything, but it's okay. Uh, it's, oh, let shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. You did. You cried. He cried a lot. You cried at the very end. You was like, who showered you? <laughs> you did. But he cried every time we found out we were having a baby. Cried every time we had one. It's a beautiful thing. Mama, tell him what he did when, when you had kids. Oh, he cried. 
all the way. Flipped out on the nursing staff because they were trying to do their job and make sure she was healthy. So that gave him a learning lesson. Don't go down to the other, uh, don't go down with the baby when they are being examined because he will flip out. Why are you wrapping tape around her head? Sir, I'm down. We're just trying to measure her. It's okay. Oh, when he's emotional, he is dressed out. Hey, remember this isn't one of those times where we say remember when daddy was crying. Remember <laughs> but that? But anywho, so. so this is my husband, my life partner. We drive each other crazy, but it's the most interesting She, she doesn't bother me. Now, you can't see, this is not, you can't see his face because he has the biggest, goofiest look on his face because he knows. Because I'm happy because you don't bother me. Okay. Oh, that is so sweet. Uh, that is love. Yes. You're so dramatic, but it's love. But yes, we'll be hearing from him a little later. On in the in the uh, season. Definitely. We got some debates and discuss some things. So, also, we'll in this right journey, here. probably around 2016, the summer of 2016, I uh, started taking care of my grandmother and um, she needed some help. She was living actually in our apartment and she wasn't uh, very healthy at all. And I started taking to her doctors. Um, she had never seen a cardiologist, so I took her to a cardiologist and they were taking care of um, the things that she needed. But also, she um, was her swelling really bad. And I didn't know why she was swelling. I thought it was because of other health conditions. But um, it wasn't her health. She was malnourished. And um, it was concerning. Like, why is she so malnourished? And I had to realize that she was malnourished because... She wasn't feeding herself at all. She wasn't feeding herself. She was, um, everyone would bring her food, but I noticed that, and I had to really sit back and think about it. Like she was sitting in front of her food, but because of her ailments that we weren't sure, we weren't aware of, she wasn't able to feed herself or she wasn't able to cook her food or warm her food up because she was aware of fall. So um, we took her to the hospital and she was in the hospital. And of course, I think um, my mother kicked in, Stephanie. They call her Stevie. Um, and the doctors were telling us, um, you know, she had really low potassium, like severely low. Like they had to give her several bags of potassium and they had to give her magnesium and all this stuff they had to give her. And I didn't understand why would that affect um, the other issues she had. And they said, well, ma'am, she's malnourished and she um, wouldn't have made it much longer living in that apartment by herself because she wasn't eating. So at that point, me and my husband made up in our minds, okay, we are going to move her in with us because it's not, I don't want her there and something happens to her and I would feel so responsible and so 
guilty that I didn't do what I needed to do to make sure she was safe. So we moved her in and um, it's funny because she would tell me all the time whenever I fed my kids, I would feed her. So she was like, this is a lot of eating, which it wasn't. Um, I usually fed her the kids amount, which was small, but it was a lot of fruits and a lot of vegetables. I, I used a lot of chicka seeds and gave her inshore. And I kind of was really adamant and on top of her getting what she needed. And eventually her swelling went down. She was able to move around like she wanted to. Um, unfortunately, and was it December? December, she ended up having a stroke. Um, and it's really important everyone to be aware of that. Be aware of the signs of a stroke. Because for us, we didn't know what was wrong. She wasn't acting herself. She kept doing things that really didn't quite make sense to us. So we were like, what is she doing? She kept asking, like, you know, I gotta use the bathroom or I need to use the bathroom. And I, I didn't realize it at the time until after um, everything happened, she was having a stroke. So um, fortunately for me, I got her to the hospital within those first three hours of that happening. Um, she did um, have a seizure and everything, but we found out it was from a hemorrhage in her brain. And I was thinking like, how in the world did she get a hemorrhage in her brain? You know, where would that come from? So um, I'm making me some coffee, forgive me you guys. I, mama needs coffee. So um, she, uh, the doctor explained that sometimes at their, her age, um, the tissue on the brain gets soft and it begins to bleed, which was a scary thought for me. But they was like, usually it absorbs this back self back into the brain and everything is fine, but it didn't happen. It caused a clot and it caused her to have a very bad seizure, but she recovered very well. They actually told me the day it happened to like call family and make sure that, uh, you know, you say your your last goodbyes because she might not make it, and if she does, it's probably going to be six weeks before she even opens her eyes. And she probably opened her eyes probably a few days after that. And it's funny because the first thing she asked was, "I want a Snickers, and where's the where's the babies?" So she didn't even remember that she had a stroke. She didn't know what was going on. So, um, a couple of weeks were for a blur for her. So, um, it was a learning lesson then as well to really um, be aware of the signs of a stroke. I can't stress that enough, how important those signs are. You know, the their speech being slurred, um, if their face, uh, one side of their face is uh hanging low or drooping or they're not able to use their arm and what i notice is that if they're repeating themselves or saying one thing or if their eyes kind of you'll you'll be able to see the signs and i, I it was like her eyes were kind of going up into the left 
and it was kind of alarming and it was very worrisome and um after that we just started researching everything to make sure we knew the signs of strokes or you know what should we do if she ever had a seizure or, or anything like that so she came home and we uh, start taking care of her and she went to a neurologist and we and we were checking to see if everything was fine from her having a stroke but we actually found out that she recovered very well from her stroke um but she did have uh parkinson's she was uh dealing with the side effects of parkinson's and then we started researching parkinson's now my sister's a nurse so a lot of the times i would ask her to do things uh you know look up stuff and what was the best way to deal with that inactivity is one of the best ways to uh you know movement so that those muscles and her limbs would uh not twitch as much so that was grandma um and we still take care of her to this day she is a beautiful sweet lady and i'm her favorite person yeah whatever she grandma let me tell you something about grandma she will never say she has a favorite because she doesn't have a favorite she loves all her grandchildren and children equally so she that she is loves everyone equally but she likes me more nah. and you can see it in her face listen she you're just chocolate she just likes Not, chocolate. michelle is her favorite birth grandchild i'm not she said as a quote unquote i don't have a favorite i love and like all my children grandchildren That's and great great grandchildren equally all that is politics nah I, i'm not we not i listen we're i can't to, we're not about to get caught up in politics i can't agree or disagree on that well i can't so we have a lot on our plate. We got kids, we got being married, taking care of grandma. It's a different type of, a lot of times people think you start taking care of someone and it's about them, it's for them. But in actuality, it teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you um, compassion and understanding. Um, it helps you deal with certain issues that you sometimes didn't even realize you had until you had to take care of someone because you don't look at that person like I, I started getting to know Gloria Wade and not always seeing her as just grandma and that was a learning uh, experience all on its own because in my mind it was it was grandma like she's perfect she she doesn't do and like she can't do anything wrong but I had to learn that she's just uh, a human just like everybody else. She has, you know, she gets upset. She has hurt feelings and emotions. She has her own fears and everything. And grandma always was the, uh, the fearless one. But, you know, taking care of her, I learned to understand that it's okay 
to be afraid of things. It's okay to um, be uh, in a vulnerable state and allow someone to take care of you. And that was a challenge. That was a big challenge for me. So it was a blessing to have grandma around and being able to take care of her. And she's still around and we still take care of her. Hopefully I can convince her to do an episode because she usually say I'm not doing all that. Now, let's get on to our siblings. My sister Cheryl is the reason why I kind of decided to do the podcast. She's been pushing me to do it forever. She is the owner of Muse Cosmetics. You can check her out at musemob.com. And um, it actually started as a lipstick line and just expanded from there and bloomed out. So congratulations on all your endeavors, uh, current, past, and future. And then I also have a big brother. Now my sister Cheryl is the middle child. And uh, my brother Thaddeus, he's the oldest. And growing up, he was like the computer guy. But... He didn't really want to go into computers when he got older. He, it was just something he liked to do. He could literally take a computer apart and put it back together. And it was like nothing to him. Like, I don't, it was amazing. And it was funny because he was hacking and bootlegging one time. And the power got shut off to our house because he was doing some illegal stuff. So he doesn't do that anymore. But it was funny when he did, because we got all the movies. Like, um, it was around the time, what is that movie? Uh, Minority Report. We was watching all the good movies for free because of my hat, brother's hacking abilities. But it's okay. I think there's a statute of limitations. They can't come out to him. No, that. they can't, but you still not those Anywho, my bad. So, those are my siblings now. My husband, how many siblings do you have all Two. together? have two Shelly mm-hmm. Rochelle that's her his big sister mm-hmm. she's she crazier than me too she's normal she's just d- different my so. sister's crazier than me she's not crazy. It's, it's a Williams thing yeah for you then that's a different situation you just don't want to be caught on the podcast on somebody <laughs> crazy you are right I gotta see these people in public like hey <coughs> so, so I'm crazy now huh no that's my baby though and then we have your brother Chappelle. Home is deceased, yeah. Yes. Um, now he did have a lot of medical issues, and we're gonna get into those. He did. Um, so people can be more aware and more informed and mm-hmm. uh take care of their health. Um and Ch- Chappelle was your oldest brother. Was he older than Rochelle? Yeah. Okay, so he was the oldest out of all three of you guys. Okay. So along with our kids being married and taking care of our family and having siblings we also have careers my husband owns a company called ts hands-on as well as detroit music group shout out to them so um he does a lot of diy projects demolition projects things like that remodeling and things so i enjoy all that I always ask him to make me stuff and build me things. So this summer, he has to build me a cooking hut in our backyard. 
So this is gonna be very fun and entertaining to watch. I can't wait to see how it comes out. I have to draw my blueprint so he can um, get started on how he's gonna build it. So it's gonna be so fun and exciting. But I am a cosmetologist. Um, the reason I wanted to get into cosmetology, um, I always say I'm an artist by nature, but a stylist by choice because I, I use people as my canvas. Um, a lot of times people get in my chair and they uh, don't like how their hair looks or don't, they, they have a lot of insecurities. And um, as a cosmetologist, I see what they don't see. And most of the time they'll come in and say, oh, my hair is too nappy or uh, I can't get it to do what I want it to do or my hair is falling out because they're not as informed as they should be. Or a lot of times they go on YouTube and YouTube can be overwhelming when you're trying to discover how to better care for your skin and your hair and just all around well-being. So when they get in my chair, they're stressed out and they're um, not able to really complete a look or just feel comfortable within their own skin or style. So we usually map out a plan and then they become these, these more confident people. They look at themselves and be like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was or I can't believe I, I didn't think um, it would work or I, I actually look good with this on me. And uh, my specialty is color. I love putting color on people. And uh, most importantly, I love to keep the integrity of the hair intact. A lot of my clients have came, come to me after trying different uh, products that made their hair fall out or hairstyles that just didn't work for them and it made their hair fall out or it broke their hair off, or they went from having long hair to hair up to their ears, and they come and sit in my chair and they tell me their, their stresses of having these hair woes, and we get them to a point where they begin to love their either their natural curl pattern or just love how their hair feels afterwards. And I think that gives me more, the, that's the joy that's the joy of it. Yeah, that's a coloring book. That's the joy of being um, a hairstylist. The, the process is what I like. I like seeing from the beginning, the before and after. Very good. Um, and it's a beautiful thing to see someone look in the mirror and actually love what they see. A lot of times I've, had, I've heard of clients say, oh, I don't know what you're seeing because I, when I look in the mirror, I don't see uh, see what you see. But a lot of times, the negative thoughts in our head and that negative person in our head kind of beats us up, and it's us. It's not anyone else. It's us beating ourselves up, like, oh, I don't like the way my hair looks, and I put the right product in their hair, and they're like, oh my goodness, I love it. They go home and they love how their hair feels. They love how they feel about themselves. And a lot of people are trying to go natural and there's nothing wrong with that. I do want to point out cosmetologists do natural hair. 
I don't know why people think if you go to a cosmetologist or a hairstylist, they're gonna just destroy your hair. And I do understand we've all had those, those hair experiences where they were nightmares. And I think everyone agrees that they all have that, that bad experience, maybe more than once. But there are good hairstylists. I work with really good hairstylists. We do natural hair and your hair will be healthy and you can have it the way you want. Um, YouTube has caused my industry to have some difficulties because we have a lot of not, not very well informed YouTubers that will tell you this is the best way to do your hair or this is how you get your hair to grow faster but no one really sees the background the 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 making of those videos and the process that they had to go through so i'm really uh i always stress uh importance of integrity of the hair the care of the hair because if you care for your body your hair will follow suit your hair is like a plant and um we're going to get into those debates about all kinds of hair issues but your hair is like a plant and your body is the soil to that plant so if your body is not well the soil isn't where well the hair won't grow or the plant won't grow so i'm very happy um that i'm in the field that i'm in i can't wait to see what this year and the industry has for me. I'm really looking forward to that. Also, every episode, we are going to shout out to um, a small business owner or a local artist. Today's artist is my, my hubby, Todd Streets. That's the artist of this episode. He's gonna be coming out with some new music this year, right? Yeah. So we'll be looking out for him and checking him out. His performances will keep you updated on as well. And his lineage clothing line is coming out this year. I'm so excited. I had um, one of his prototype shirts and I used to wear it to work until I couldn't wear screen shirts anymore. And I loved it. It was very nice. So we also have Brian Keith. He's a photographer. I actually learned how to do photography from him. He taught me how to use lighting, taught me how to use cameras and things like that. So that was very, I appreciate him for that. But you can check him out on his website at www.DetroitEssence.com. His telephone number is 313-999-9799. Um, and he does all kinds of photography. He does the senior pictures for the high schoolers. He does wedding photography. He does family portraits as well. And um, he does do uh, also individual portraits and um, things like that. So definitely give him a shout out. Um, He's really good. He's been doing it for years. He's a, he's a very affordable and he works with people. So shout out to Brian. He also has a Facebook page, uh, B Keith Will. Um, you can check out some of his work on there as well. So thank you again for tuning in to our first episode. If you want to send in questions or comments or have any requests, please leave us uh, a message. 
Also, you can email me at mdwilliams2016 at outlook.com. I will be setting up a Mimi Styles Life uh, Facebook so you can send all your requests. I do ask that all our local artists and business, please, business owners, please send me your information. You will be a part of the, the show and the episode. So thank you again. I will see you guys next week. And we are out. Say bye, everybody. Bye. See you later. Okay, we love you guys. Be safe. Stay warm. It's cold outside.